Building Something Out of Nothing is brought to you by Lift Fund. For over 25 years, Lift Fund has backed entrepreneurs who build something out of nothing by providing responsive insights and small business capital when others aren't able to. If you need help launching your passion into a reality, visit liftfund.com today. Building Something Out of Nothing is brought to you by Geekdom. Geekdom is the largest co-working space in the city with the focus of building downtown San Antonio one startup at a time. Visit geekdom.com today to schedule a free tour. What's up, guys? This is Eddie Laughlin, co-founder of Shotgun House Coffee Roasters, and you're listening to Building Something Out of Nothing, a small business podcast right here in San Antonio. Today's guest is Spurs Jesus, Spurs superfan, San Antonio celebrity, and philanthropist. We sit down at the Geekdom Audio Lab and chat about his early days as Spurs Jesus and how it all started, increased media attention and growing the brand, a day in the life as a local celebrity, and how it started as a creative way to get on SportsCenter, transformed into a celebrated San Antonio public figure and one of the most unique brands in Texas. Enjoy. If the weather is right, I'll wear the sandals. Um, But if it's cold or if it's wet... Um, I'll, I'll wear some some Jordans or some Chucks or okay, yeah, I got some retro Spurs colored Jordans and stuff. So, um, I mean, toes get cold in the or like going even going to the games and climbing the stairs and everything that doesn't no, that's bother you deal. with sandals. Yeah, that's not a big deal. I did almost almost bite it one time going down the stairs in those sandals, but yeah, for sure, dude, I once, can do that. Yeah, but and no, the, there's no, like flip flops. No, they're actually they're they're like, like the they're Jesus rope sandals. Yeah, yeah, they're. <laughs> Have you, have you heard of Gurkies? No. You want to wear headphones? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a sandals guy, so I don't, I don't Me neither. Know. But I have to be because the you Jesus are now. thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, they're they're legit handmade rope sandals. Oh, so they're oh, man. I wish you would have brought those so I could see them at least. <laughs> I need a new pair. They're falling apart. Where do you get them? Like that's a brand you just yeah, order them. Yeah, you got to order them on, the, on their website, Gurkies. Like Jerusalem. No, that's actually here in USA. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. I need some new ones though. They're getting That's pretty cool. Pretty and so tattered. the hair, the hair's a wig. I didn't know if that was real or not. It's a wig. I was looking when you were walking up. I knew you weren't going to be dressed up. Yeah. But I was still looking for long hair. I guess that my brain didn't have a connection. You know, I finally convinced my wife to let me keep this long beard, and and it's secretly getting longer and longer. The uh, beard's dope, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, but she she's not not going for me growing my hair out. No. No, she's not feeling that. No. What's the hair? Do you wear hats all the time? Yeah. yeah just normal. Yeah. Short haircut. Yeah, I got kind of like your yours. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if we go out and I'm Spurs Jesus, we like can't do anything. No, you can't. I think especially like because you're that type of celebrity where like it's like I'm wearing this costume and so like I'm putting myself out there to where I'm people are going to engage with me. Yeah, like the entire time, like you're setting yourself up for that. I mean, that's what like so that's kind of one of the things like. You know, I know we're going to get into this in a podcast, but um, we're already recording. You can just oh okay chat. Yeah, so the. being in a costume, like for example, when I get asked to um, do, uh, are you gonna wear headphones? No, I don't wear. Oh, them. okay. Well, I don't need. I don't need headphones. It just it just weird me out. And that's all. Yeah. Um. So so being in um costume, I get I get asked to do like appearances or asked to do social media influencing. Now that I have a pretty solid social media following for and all sure. that, and I'll get a message from. A company that's going to reach out to a lot of social media influencers, okay. and they're like, "Hey, we're doing this influencer campaign, and right. here's the fee that we're going to pay all the influencers." So that's how that and works. I see that happen a lot. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, you know, I always kind of have to be, you know, in a, in a nice way because I don't want to be pretentious or whatever or however you'd want to say that, but I'm not a normal influencer because 
I have a social media following like everybody else does, and that's where influencing happens. But then they want all these influencers to go to the event and to do this stuff. And right. I'm like, I at an event, all the other influencers are going to be able to like just chill and be enjoy anonymous. the event and, and yeah. take social media pictures so and have true. a good time. And I'm going to get mobbed yeah, because I'm a character. Yeah, that's and I'm like, right. so that's not like there's a like an appearance fee kind of thing that goes along with social media influencing. If you want me to be at the event in costume, because, because it's, a whole it's work, new, it's, it's a whole work. other aspect. I mean, me and me, we've learned over the years because, of course, if someone says, "Hey, come to our taco festival," and we're gonna give you VIP tickets. Well, we're like, that sounds great, and then you go. It's not and just then, you and your wife enjoying it. Yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. like it's like a bunch of drunk people spilling their tacos and beer on you, jamming your their phone in your wife's face, telling my wife like, "Take a picture of us, take a picture of us." And oh, so, so they're she's, talking to her too. It's yeah, like they're like, "Hey, we take a picture, we take a picture, we take a picture," and then so I'm just kind of a prop, and she's basically a cameraman. They don't think of you as a person. They, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, some some people do, but some people it can also be great, but yeah. some people just want their selfie, and they don't care. They're just like you know. Hey, hey, you lady, take a picture of me and Spurs Jesus. Spurs Jesus, come here. And, you know, some, people, some people are polite. Some people aren't. You know, that's just the world. And it's just growing and growing. I mean, it's been since, like, 2015, 2014. Can you, uh, do you, do you say your name on stuff like this? I don't. Spurs okay. Jesus, yeah. Spurs yeah. Jesus is the name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's SJ. Good SJ that's, for that's short. That's <laughs> um, So, yeah, dude, let's get into the, the origin story, man. Let's just dive right in. You sure. can tell me how uh, I was listening to your podcast, and we'll, and we'll talk about that kind of. Yeah, uh, in a little bit, but yeah, tell us the whole origin story about how this whole thing started back in 2014, 2015. You know, it goes back even farther than that. Yeah, yeah 2014 is when the Spurs won the championship, and that uh, that was awesome. We'll kind of talk about that a little bit, but going farther back into origin story, um, in 2008, I was living down here downtown San Antonio. I was living on Houston Street. I was a personal trainer by day. I was a bartender by night, cool. um, and. Uh, I always would make my own Halloween costumes from scratch. I never liked wearing a store-bought Halloween costume. I feel like grown men wearing a store-bought costume right. looks like a little kid in a onesie yeah. kind of thing. You know? <laughs> so anyways, I, I, one year, I, I've always hated shaving. I've despised shaving since high school football. Coaches used to make us shave, and when I stopped being in high school football, I let my beard grow out. Um, and so as a personal trainer, I always keep like a 5 o'clock shadow. One year, uh, well, actually, yeah, one year, a couple months go by, and I let my beard grow out a little bit longer than I would normally keep it. Sure. Uh, I go into work one day. My trainer buddies are like, dude, you're starting to look pretty rough. You're starting to look pretty scruffy. And this is like 10 plus years ago. I mean, this is before downtown, you know, had this whole boom of, yeah, of yeah. Uh, you know, these coding companies and, and all these, you know, like Geekdom and all these companies that have come downtown and really made downtown. You know, uh, this is before uh, all these, uh, you know, apartment buildings were built and, and multifamily living was happening. So nobody was down here. It was like your river rats. Your hotel service industry—that's that's it. You right. Know? I I just happened to live down here because I worked at the gym and I wanted to be downtown. Okay. Um. So, anyways, I uh, I go in the gym. My buddy's like, "You look like a bum," because there was a lot of bums down the town at right. that time. So you looked yeah. homeless. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And okay. someone was like, "You look like Jesus." Yeah. And so I was like, "You know what? Halloween's like in a couple of weeks. I don't have a costume. I'll be Jesus for Halloween." Perfect. And so cheap. Yeah. Easy, so yeah. literally, I went to a fabric store. I went to a wig shop. Bought a wig. Went to a fabric store. Bought some cloth. Um, literally just bought a couple yards worth of cloth. I kind of did the math. I'm this tall. I'm this, how much, how much I'm going to need, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, went to Michael's and got some like twine and made like a, or twigs, you know, basically and made like a crown of thorns kind of right. thing. Yeah. My mom, my mom helped me do <laughs> this whole awesome. thing. Yeah. So she was into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I made a costume. 
uh, went out downtown, um, you know, went to all my favorite bars, and I went to the bar that I worked at at the time, and everybody loved it. Thought it was a thought it was hilarious. Thought I looked, you know, people were, you know, coming up to me and giving me their confessions and all sorts of stuff. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. So that was a hit. The next day is NFL Sunday. So Halloween was a Saturday. NFL Sunday. Always been a diehard Spurs fan. Always been a diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah. Uh, I have an older brother. So my brother has a, a Dallas Cowboys barbecue and has all his buddies over that have seen me grow up, you know, since I was in middle school, you know. And so I go over to the barbecue and, and just to kind of prank them, mess with them, shock them, you know, get a laugh out of them, I show up at their barbecue dressed in my Jesus costume still right. from the night before. So I ring the doorbell, him and his buddies open the door, and I bust in, and I'm dressed like Jesus, and, and they just all thought it was hilarious, you know, cracked up laughing, <laughs> and I didn't bring a change of clothes, so I'm still sitting so you're there. Just, you're just sitting there on the couch. Yeah, I'm just sitting there, you Jesus, know, yeah. hours later, beers and barbecue down, you know, we're in like the third quarter, and I, I, I keep looking around, and I, you know, there's probably six, seven, eight guys there, and <laughs> And everybody's just staring at me. Yeah, no one's watching the game. And every time I'd make eye contact with one of them, they would just bust up me laughing. And you these know? are your buddies, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they like it. Yeah, yeah. And of course, now the laughs are flowing even harder as the beer is flowing. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> and the Jesus jokes and all that. And so my brother was in the fitness industry at the time, too. And so luckily, you know, being in the fitness industry, clients who can afford personal training usually have disposable income. Yep. So they have tickets, the game, season tickets, company tickets, whatever. So he would get given tickets from his clients every once in a while to go to a Spurs game. So would I, you okay. know. And so we would go a lot. And so he was like, dude, you should go to a Spurs game like that sometime. You know, and I was like, yeah, I should hold a sign that says Jesus loves the Spurs. Yeah. And maybe it'll put me on Sports Center. So kind of light bulb goes off, bro moment right there. I, I decide that that's my goal is to of all of this yeah. just to get on sports, get on sports center, yeah. get a screen grab, frame it, you know, get a picture printed out, frame it. And one day when I have kids tell them, look how crazy your dad was. And if you ever have a crazy idea, as long as it's not too crazy, you know, and by the way, I don't know if we mentioned it, but you've been in San Antonio since you were three. You're a huge Spurs fan. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. I, I was born in Grapevine, Texas, born in Texas, um, raised in San Antonio. Um, I wasn't born here, but I've been here since I was, a baby, baby. So, um, so getting to go to a game is awesome. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I mean, I was at the airport in '99 when we welcomed back the the Spurs when they won the championship. You know, when, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was there. You know, I'm, I'm freaking tear filled eyes when when we won. <laughs> you know, in a good way. Um, I've been at the River Parades. You know, been awesome. honking down Commerce. Been. I mean, I remember. However, one time I think we won when we won our our championship in '07. You know, I was I had just graduated high school a couple years before, and you know I think it was twenty one or something. I don't know, um, but anyways, um, I remember driving downtown and the traffic was so crazy that people just like parked their cars and just got out. Dude, you know, yeah, on, I haven't on the experienced that yet. So yeah. I moved here in twenty fifteen, oh. the year before y'all won the oh. championship. Yeah, and all my buddies now I've made friends here, and they're yeah. all like, "Dude, you have to live here when it's like a championship Dude, it's run." Nuts. It's I can't wait. Like it, when it happens, I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I remember. So you know, that was that was really really cool. And in twenty fourteen, I was at the championship game. So right. so I mean, I stayed in the building and celebrated. We didn't go but down. Yeah, I, I, mean, I interrupted you. Yeah. So we'll get back yeah. to that. So <laughs> yeah. go back to your story. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, 
you know, I, I decided, I decided, I decided that I was gonna, um, I wanted to get a picture of myself on Sports Center, have it printed out, blah blah blah. Okay. So I, I put my Jesus costume in a storage <laughs> container under my bed for like right. three years, and I was still a personal trainer, still working downtown, still living downtown. I wasn't bartending anymore. Uh, but so one night I go to work, a personal training. I have a client that comes in, and um, this client, he owned a company that would trick out private jets okay and so they would like you know for like sheiks and princes and you know royalty and whatever you know so they made would, a good living yeah, yeah yeah and he owned the company but right. i mean they would like put movie theaters and leather couches and 24 karat gold toilets and all sorts of stuff in private jets so okay. yeah so i like to say it was pit my ride of yeah. private jets yeah um so he comes in one night and he's a super eccentric guy um he also did like art and was really tied into the art community, used to ride bulls and box. He was a crazy guy. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he comes in one night, and he's like, Hort, you know, I'm sorry, man. Uh, you know, I uh, I uh, triple booked myself. We got a personal training session tonight, and there's a Spurs game tonight, and I got a board meeting. And he's like, I can't get out of my board meeting, man, so to make it up to you, you can have my Spurs tickets. Outside. And he's like, by the way, they're courtside. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, so the way I grew up in San Antonio, you know, I grew up um, – you know, in a, in a kind of a rough area of town, and the thought of ever sitting courtside was like I never thought. Yeah, that you weren't going happen. to courtside. Yeah, games. never, yeah. ever. I mean, I would when I went to the, when I went to the Spurs games before I was Spurs Jesus, and even when I started, unless one of those clients gave me their seats, you know, season ticket seats, I was like in the nosebleeds. Right. I mean, you know, just like every every other. You know, San Antonio, like, like yeah. I am when yeah. I go to a game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was up, you know, but I loved it. I mean, yeah. you know, that's where the true, true, true fans are. You hey, know, they're great seats up there. Yeah, wrong with that. yeah, yeah. There's not a bad seat in the house. If you're there, you're there. Um, so, anyways, I'm stoked. I'm like, oh my god, this. And, and then, so then, light bulb goes off again. I'm like, <laughs> this is my moment, you know. And so, and so, I had already hung up the phone with the guy because, uh, of course, you know, he was like. When he when he said I'm sorry I can't make the session you know yeah. you can have my seats I was like no problem of yeah. course you know yeah. dude I'm going yeah I'm going yeah. to the game I'm not I'm one I'm, one, I'm not working and then I'm gonna go to the Spurs game and sit courtside like you kidding That's so wild. yeah I was like no problem you know anytime you need to cancel you let me know yeah. you know <laughs> uh, so anyways I, I, I light bulb goes off this is the moment I call him back and I ask him hey I've had this idea for you know three years and you know. No pun intended. You know, I want your blessing on you yeah, know you on asked him. yeah his company seats. You know, and yeah. not everybody's gonna yeah. be you know thinking that's funny. So, so yeah, he was he was down. He he even said I effing love it, man. Go for it. And so that's cool. yeah, so I so I did it. And I, I went to the game. I was about as white as a ghost because I had I had, growing up, believe it or not, I was pretty shy. And right. so you that's know, what I'm thinking. You have to be pretty brazen to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it, I was definitely. Definitely nervous. Um, you know, <laughs> my biggest thing I was nervous about is so I'm walking down the steps, and I mean, it, it, it's a pretty far journey. It is if you are going all the way down courtside, you know. And so, so as soon as I walk in the building, you, hear, you start, everyone starts whispering and pointing at me, and everybody's head is turning around, and so everybody's staring at me, and I'm just thinking in my head like, don't miss a step, like don't fall and like right. face plant in front of everybody, right? Which would probably have been a great idea because I probably would have gone like super duper viral of yeah, Jesus you face, gone on yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm walking down the steps. All the um, you know ushers are making sure they stop me They're and triple checking your tickets. Triple quadruple. Jesus yeah, exactly. Down, yeah. yeah, making sure I'm not gonna do something stupid or you know making sure I had clothes on underneath. I wasn't gonna <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> pull a, pull a crazy stunt. Um, so of course I had the seats and they had to let me go. So I go I go down um, and and I show up and I, I step on the court and 
they turn all the lights off in the building, and I thought uh, that, yeah, and I thought that it was because they were about to do, you know, the the lineup, starting lineups, and all that. You're like, oh, I'm right on time. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> right? Well, so as soon as I step on the court, the uh, a spotlight, boom, shines yep. right on me, right? You know? And I'm like, of course, again, nervous as hell, petrified. Yeah, yeah. And the coyote comes running up to me, <laughs> and he like slides across the court on his knees and, and gets down and he kisses my feet and kind of like bows down and I'm like standing there like uh like what do I do like right. there's like a picture of me like turning around like looking like at so you have a shot of it yeah a picture of that yeah cool. yeah and, and I think like my friend I was with at the time took the picture and I'm like turning around like oh help me like what do yeah, I do yeah, yeah. like I don't know what to do um but anyways it was it was an awesome time the fans the fans loved it um you know the coyote came out at at halftime and like did a little stunt with me where he had like you know this sign that said coyote is my home dog and spurs g or jesus is my homeboy i wasn't spurs jesus at the time i didn't have a name it was just a thing you know so that kind of that kind of leads me into the next part which is after the game so I, I was all over the internet it was all over espn nba.com all over the place but it wasn't on sports center didn't make it a sports center sure. which was the goal right yeah. so my brother i talked to my brother and he's asking me about the experience you know he's never sat courtside either and diehard fan too so wants to know all about how how it was and yeah, man. so i'm telling him all about it he's like dude you should make a a, a facebook page because this is the time pre instagram yeah, when was this what year this is 2010 Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. First wow. game okay. was the, yeah. So this year is the tenth year of me being Spurs Jesus, which I had I just crept up on me. Someone I was talking about this the other day, and someone was like, "How long have you been doing this?" And I, I was like, "I don't know." And I went back and and did some some research yeah. through pictures and stuff, and was like, "You know what? First Ten game years. was wow. 2010. I was like, this is about to be my tenth year, ten year anniversary of Spurs Jesus, which is crazy to think about. Uh, again, it was only supposed to be like a one a night only thing. Yeah. thing you know? yeah, yeah. And um, so, anyways, I go home. Make this Facebook page, and you know I'm signing up for Facebook. And at the time, I was always, believe it or not, very anti-social media. Yeah. I did not like Facebook. I did not like the hype so about. Weird. Everyone was like, "Oh, do the Facebook page." I was like, yeah. "No, like I didn't know." Uh, I you know did not like Facebook. So, yeah. anyways, I'm like, okay, well, this is business. I gotta do it. You know, and I didn't even think business. This is just I was like, I just gotta get. You're like, center. it's a personality. Yeah, it's yeah like, I gotta it's almost make like it. it's not me. It's so, not me. Yeah, so I'm not nervous about yeah, it. So, yeah, yeah. I just I was like, you know, this will help me get a sports center. Whatever, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> so make the page, and you can't just be Jesus on Facebook. Nope. You have to have a first and last name. So I was like, okay, then I'll be Spurs Jesus. So that's how the name Spurs Jesus got started. And so um, I got offered from that same client a couple more times his seats to sit courtside. Um, I had some other clients who had some tickets and, and they were pretty decent and they would, they would take me to games to That's go cool. with them. Um, sitting courtside, I, I met a couple other people who had courtside seats because there's a, if you've never been courtside, by the way, the courtside deal is I wanted to fabulous. ask, that, that was something I was going to ask, we yeah. got to it, just yeah. what it's like to be courtside. Dude, it is fabulous. First of all, I mean, the ball has bounced out of bounds to me a few times. That's wild. You know, and I've, you know, handed it back to Tim. You're right Dun- there. I mean, yeah. how many feet are you off the court? I mean, dude, you're like, you're I mean, on you're, it, you're, 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 right? you're basically like it's two. Like you're basically like two feet away yeah. from from actual gameplay. Yeah. Wild. So if you spill your beer, they have to stop the play to like wipe your beer up. And your inner players are running into you. You're, yeah. You're yeah. Interacting with one, people. One time I was at a game and I took my mom courtside. Took my mom and it was right around Christmas time because in the picture she has a Santa hat on. Uh, yeah, because my mom's birthday is, is the day after Christmas, and so okay. I took her right around there, early early birthday gift. Um, 
And we're sitting, and she'll she's still mad about this, by the way. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> on her you-know-what list for this, right? We're sitting courtside, and uh, the ball, you know, goes out of bounds, and the players are like, stampeding towards us to get right. the ball right well well manu falls out of bounds right and but he's running freaking full speed right yeah and to like save my mom i reach over and like i grab manu and right. like hold manu up like off my mom right, right. and like still my mom's like she wanted to manu would have fallen yeah. on me yeah. like you didn't let manu fall on me like Ah, she was pissed. He, he would have destroyed her. He's <laughs> yeah, I'm like, guy. yeah, I'm like, you'd have cracked ribs, mom. We would have to leave. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah. So you know, another time the ball bounced out of bounds to me a different game, and and you know, um, I handed the ball up, and Tim Duncan came over no and grabbed way, it for me, and he, and he looked at me with this like. What are you doing? Kind Wait, of like, kind by of the way, look, you know? all these times you're going court, are you wearing the Spurs of Jesus? Oh, yeah. So, like, so you wore it that first time, and then those subsequent times you had other clients, like, you just, it was, you were like, this is my thing now. I'm going to start yeah. doing this, like, a, well, every well, time after that. It, it kind of became in, in a, in a, like, to, it started to become a thing where, like, people, clients, and everyone, they, they've they seen it on the news, they've seen it, and they know me, and, and they've heard about it. So, from day one, you were, you were getting on the news and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, so at, from day one, I mean, Literally, um, the NBA's at the time, the NBA's like uh, tagline or catchphrase, yeah. marketing phrase was the NBA where amazing happens. I remember that, yeah, okay. And so, after the first game, the NBA like actually wrote like an article with a picture, and it's the NBA, cool. and there's like you know, in San Antonio is where truly amazing happens. And they were like talking about sure. how like, you know, there's celebrity fans that sit courtside at NBA games like <laughs> Spike Lee and Jack Nicholas or Nicholson. And, uh, you know, there, but there's no bigger celebrity fan than Jesus in San Antonio, you know, and, and this, <laughs> I, I wild, have man. the article framed at my yeah, house. That's um, real. Yeah. So anyway, so it was all over the place. It just yeah. didn't go like worldwide viral, didn't make it to sports center, you know, but it went, fairly viral you know um, right. so anyways yeah and of course on the on the local news stations it was all over the place and, and you know like i said my clients all you know at the gym everybody knew they loved it yeah everybody knew yeah so they would they would invite me in. there was only a few times and if the people who if they if they're hearing this they know but the, 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 where somebody said hey i want you to go to the game with me but don't be spurs jesus okay yeah yeah okay and so so they uh, didn't want the attention yeah, yeah, but you know, it's the weirdest thing. It, it happened. There's two people that I, and I'm not going to name them, but they know who they are. There's two different people that invited me to go to the games with them and didn't want me to be Spurs Jesus because they wanted the attention on them. They were very socialite, very socialite people. Really? Didn't care about the Spurs. Okay, so, that, so, so that's I'm going to tell, tell you one thing about, about the Spurs games. If you don't know this, there's your diehard fans that are true fans that love, and then there's your socialites, and the and the yeah, more the people that, that have sense. the people that have the more more money, you know, that have the better seats. I would say about half of them could care truly care they're less about the game. Just there to network and yeah. be there. Yeah, they say they're true Spurs fans, but they're just there to network because it is a great place to network. I've met a lot of business partners. I've yeah, met man. a lot of had a lot of offer opportunities. But yeah, it's a great place to go and 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 get your deal done. You know. Um, so, anyways, these two people, they didn't want the attention to be on me. They wanted me to be there with them, but they wanted they, they wanted you know because when it, something you know people come up and they want to have cars how did you become spurs jesus yeah. you know what's your what what you know what's your best memory of spurs jesus what's happened tell me some cool things yeah. and then the other 
person that I was just kind of standing there like their second fiddle. I'm here always. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so um, they didn't want me to go, but the, every time that I went with them and I wasn't Spurs Jesus, yeah, they'd be like, "This is my friend Spurs Jesus," oh, and yeah. I'd be like, yeah, "Are you serious?" Yeah. So it's I'm like, like, "Why?" Yeah, or like that's what I was wondering. Why did they yeah. want you to go with them if they didn't want you to be? Now I'm sure you're their friend, but you know they're gonna talk about you that way exactly to other people. exactly so and the, then why not and then and then immediately the answer that or the question i'd get why didn't you dress up yeah, as spurs jesus Spurs today yeah. yeah and yeah. i'm like because this freaking guy told me right. not to you that's know funny, um but so again that's kind of you asked you know so when i would go to all the games would i be spurs jesus and there was one time that i went on my own and decided not to be spurs. I just wanted to go and be normal. Yeah. And everybody recognized me. And wow. they were like, why aren't you? Like, all you the, have the beard. The doored people, yeah. the ushers. But back then, my beard was like shorter. It was more like, okay. you know, yours. Um, and, and the door people, the ushers, the fans, they were all like... They are upset. They were like, Spurs Jesus, like, yeah. why, what are you doing? Like, this is weird. Like, it was weird to them that I was not Spurs Jesus. You were a part of the game they, It was weird to them yeah. I was in regular clothes, which is kind yeah. of funny. It's like, yeah. you know, an oxymoron that it was weird that I wasn't dressed like Jesus. That's really, know? really funny, yeah. 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 Um, so, you know, um, yeah, the courtside experiences have been been insane. Um, yeah, that game I told you where I handed the ball up to um, Tim and he came and gave me this crazy, crazy stare, like, what are you doing kind of thing, you know. Uh, same game, the ball bounced out of bounds to me again, and I caught it and I held it up to Matt Bonner, and Matt Bonner That's ran wild. up and grabbed it and he went, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> and, like snatched it and like That's ran cool. off. Yeah, so um, you can, this is kind of going back to the topic of you saying, like, what's the experience like of yeah. being courtside, you know, and and um, it's insane. It's insane. So like like we were talking about if you don't know if you have courtside tickets there's a there's a courtside club and it's like under the stadium sweet and it's it is sweet there's like never even heard of that yeah yeah it's it used to be called uh the express jets courtside club and now it's like the day hill courtside club but um it's under the stadium and you can get there an hour before the game starts and they have a full bar um, and it, with your ticket, you get free beer and wine. You know, you can, if you want another, like a higher end cocktail, like a mixed drink, you can buy right, that, right. but, but you get free beer and wine as much as you want. Um, you, th- before the game, they have like chef, like chef's tables, like where they like have an entire meat and cheese spread. Then they have like different sa- like four different types of salad. Then they have like your protein station where they have like a carving station with chefs there, like carving and some so sort it's of amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so they have that an hour before the game up until halftime at halftime, they switch it to dessert. And then they have That's like crazy. a chef there with like some sort of baked thing and like ice cream. And, and then the very, very back, the wall is all glass. Right, and you can see the players coming in and out of the locker room to the tunnel. No yeah. way! Yeah. So you have that kind of access. Yeah, it's sick. It's super sick. Wow. Yeah, and then the, they also take your so. If if you're a true basketball fan and you remember this kind of thing, there was the big fight that happened a long time ago, the Malice in the Palace. Yep. Okay. Because of the Malice in the Palace, this is where the players. It was Pistons versus the Indiana Pacers, and the players into the stands. They went up in the stands and fought the fans because a bunch of drunk fans. I mean, it, it was it was players and fans. You know, they were both guilty. But the players, I mean, the fans, excuse me, th- you know, poured beer on players, threw beer at players. So because of this, the NBA imposed regulations to where you can't buy. I mean, and this is now all all 
major league sports. You right. can't buy a beer after the end of the third quarter. Okay. Okay. So that's last call. Probably smart. Because of that, right? Yeah. But if you sit courtside, you can put an order in, and they, they have like waiters and waitresses that come and like give you a drink courtside. And that's awesome. Yeah. Then you can stay after the game for an hour and eat dessert Down and drink club more. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And there's some celebrities in there. I've met. I've met all sorts. I met Lance Armstrong in there. Yeah, I didn't know if you can tell me some of the people you met. In yeah, there. Lance Armstrong, Jason Witten. Um, that's you wild. Know, yeah, uh, Julian Castro. Uh, the, you know the mayors, different mayors. Um, you know, a few other Dallas Cowboys. Um, who else, man? Uh, I used to hang out with Kawhi Leonard's mom all the time. Seriously? Yeah, she would yeah. just be there watching yeah, the game? Yeah, yeah. She was cool. That's um, cool. Yeah, she was She was real nice. And are they consistent? Like, you know, my last question about courtside, but uh, when, you, when you go to courtside consistently, I'm assuming you see a lot of the same people, maybe not celebrities, but a lot of the same socialites yeah. and stuff over and over again. So do you all kind of become close, like little courtside buddies? Yeah. Well, you know, that, that I got to say, that's one thing about sp- – Yes, yes. To answer your question, yes, because everybody that sits courtside gets access to that, and you know, most of these people are season ticket holders that have those. So you see them every so game. They go, yeah. How's your family? How's everybody doing? You know, it's all hugs. But that's one of the things that I got to say. That's one of the coolest things about the Spurs fan base. Period. Is every time that we go to a Spurs game, and it's not just because I'm Spurs Jesus. I mean, I think that helps a little bit because, like you said, I stand out like a sore thumb because I'm in a costume. You know. Yeah. But the Spurs fan base. I mean. Like, for example, there's a game, uh, let's say there's a game Thursday, and then there's a game Saturday. That's only a couple days difference, right? Yeah. But you go to the game, and you see the same people, but, but they're like, people run up, and they give you hugs, and they're like, man, like, how are you doing? How's the family? And yeah. like, it's like, dude, I just saw you like two days ago, yeah, but so it's a big still community. doing good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely, you know, another one of the Spurs' phrases is kind of Spurs family. And and I think that we really embody that. I mean, I it's it's unlike any other thing i've seen in sports you know that that's cool, our fan base really is like this big family it's crazy i wonder if it's true too because not that you're dressed up in a costume necessarily but, but you've become this like icon that they relate with like that community and they relate with like fun and this yeah. guy is doing a lot for this community and it makes me happy to see him yeah um, i mean so they're just giving you hugs left and right and stuff like that yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a cool um, feeling to have been embraced, not just by the Spurs fan base so much, but by the community as a whole. You know, um, over the course of me being Spurs Jesus, I've been voted best local celebrity in town twice, yep. which is which has been a pretty cool honor. Yeah. Um, this year, I, I got third in the run, running for best local celebrity, but I lost to David Robinson and George Strait. So, okay, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty, I mean, it's freaking blows my mind to think that one, what was a dumb bro moment idea. Yeah. Uh, Never planned on it early on being a business or like no. local celebrity or doing yeah. charity work, which you actually started doing pretty pretty quickly, right, after yeah. all this started? Well, yeah, yeah. so, you know, um, one of the things that would happen a lot is I would get, Free tickets to games, free beers, free, you know, Spurs gear, a lot of free stuff. And I kind of started to feel guilty about, you know, reaping the benefits of dressing up as our Lord and Savior. Sure. You know, okay. and, 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 you know, I've always been uh, a pretty, not a, not a, Die hard, like like a really 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 religious guy. You know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you I don't go to church every Sunday and all that. You know, but um, I I have my own personal connection with you know Jesus and I have faith and all that. You know, right. um, so I, I felt bad. You know, I started feeling 
you know, like I said, guilty about getting all this free stuff, you know, from dressing like like Jesus. So I was I was kind of trying to figure out: do I just quit being Spurs Jesus, or do I, you know, figure out some way to use this? I don't know, character that I've created to do positive things yeah. in the community. You know, one thing, too, that I haven't mentioned before, um, but I had a, uh, there was a guy that I knew. His name was Chuck Ramirez, and he was a famous, you know, artist in San Antonio and, and around the world, but he was from here, um, and he passed away. He had a, a, a kind of fluke, freak bicycle accident where he flipped off his bike and hit his head and, and unfortunately you know kind of went brain dead kind of thing mm. um but after he passed away i i realized kind of how big of a footprint he had created in our town and in our community and even beyond um, he reached so many people. He touched so many people's lives. He did so many things for the community to, you know, to to give back, yeah. as well as just his art. You know, made such an impact on people. You know, uh, I realized that that he had created this legacy that lived on beyond, you know, his time on Earth. And yeah. and it kind of made me stop and look at myself and think, like, you know, what what are you doing to, you know, leave your footprint? on the earth and on humanity kind of um, as positively as you can and, and you know, in your time that you're here, you know? Right. And so that's kind of was a big kind of uh, influence and, and moment for me that I realized it wasn't just all about feeling guilty about dressing up like Jesus and getting free stuff. It was also that, that, you know, how do I leave my mark on on the earth as positively as I can in my time that well, I'm It's like you can allotted. make it, it's yeah. easy to make it all about you. Yeah. But then to make it about other people as well and try to spread that yeah. joy and stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, I got offered or, or asked to to um, host an MC and create a team for the San Antonio AIDS Foundation's 5K. And that was the first event that I ever did. And so I did that. Um, and that was pretty cool. And they asked me to come back. And then cool. after that, I was, you know, asked to do an event with SNPSA, which is a pet adoption event. And, and uh, so they spay and neuter animals and stuff. And what so, kind of stuff would you do? Would you dress up as Spurs Jesus and go and yeah, MC go, it? Go MC, hang out, you know, um, do, you know, when they were doing like a, a news spot to promote the event right. coming up, you know, I would be, you know, on camera with another representative of the. Uh, you know, cool. saying, "Hey, you know, the 5K is this Saturday." So you at, would draw people to the events, essentially. Like, yeah, Spurs Jesus is going to be there, and exactly everybody come out. That type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I would, you know, at the time, again, I was in the fitness industry, and I was, and you know, I was really active, and so, so I would it was, run. It was perfect. I would yeah. run the 5Ks in, as in Spurs Jesus. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and so <laughs> that was kind of a thing that I think people was like, "Come run with me," you yeah. know, and yeah, and That's so cool. yeah. And so that was a, a cool deal. I ran the Rock and Roll Marathon one time like that here in San Antonio, which, um, no, I was not in the sandals. People always ask me that. Did yeah. you run in the sandals? I had running shoes on. There you go. Um, and it is. it was not easy no. <laughs> to run. I ran it's one not, a long not easy to run, period, but yeah. running, the, running the costume was not easy either. But, but yeah, um, again, kind of the, the embrace of the community and the opportunity that I've been afforded to really um, use the platform and the character to give back is – has uh, you know, pun intended, no pun intended, um, really been a blessing and, and a, a really cool way to get involved. Because you know, I've always wanted to be involved in charity and do things to give back and yeah. be, you know, philanthropic. And and I never really knew kind of where, as a normal everyday guy, where to start with that because I don't have a big 
fat wallet, you know, I can just write checks exactly, and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? So how do I get started? And and this was a cool way where um, I kind of got thrown into the fire of doing philanthropic, you know, uh, activities and endeavors. So okay, yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Eddie here from Building Something Out of Nothing and the owner of Shotgun House Roasters. Um, I just wanted to let you know, if you've been to the shop, you probably had our signature maple sage latte. We started serving it uh, about a year, year and a half ago, just seasonally, and then it became so popular that we kept it year-round. Well, now uh, we just started this early 2020. We're bottling that maple sage syrup that we use for our lattes in 8-ounce bottles. So now you can take our signature maple sage syrup home to use in your Shotgun House Roasters coffee or preferred cocktail. Crafted and bottled in small batches at Warehouse 5, this elevated simple syrup is made with fresh sage, Vermont maple syrup, Ceylon cinnamon, and pure cane sugar, and it pairs perfectly with your morning coffee and cream or your favorite bourbon. I actually paired it last night with Old Forester Rye 100 proof bourbon uh, and, and some rocks, and that was it, and it was delicious. So yeah, come by, get a bottle of that, and let us know what you think. So you're doing all these events. You're, you're, you're spreading yourself even more thin, essentially, because you're doing a ton of charity events at this point. You're going to these games. You're doing all sorts of like just public things as yeah. Spurs Jesus. As you're working your job and having a family life, you're married, correct? Yeah. Uh, all this stuff, which I do want to ask what your wife thinks about all this. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, clearly you're getting spread pretty thin. Your popularity is growing on social media, but it's almost getting to the point where you're like, man, I can't. If I... You're you're spending all of your money, like you said. There was one day where you did like twelve hours worth of stuff, yeah. wall to wall to wall to wall, and ended up having to spend you know hundred hundred fifty bucks on food and parking and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's just like you know I've been in that boat in, in similar ways too. And it's like, yeah. well, I, eventually I got to make some money from this, yeah. Even just to sustain the thing, like you yeah, know, yeah. Um, so you decided that you wanted to kind of start honing a business model, um, and and using harnessing that social media leverage and stuff like that into creating a brand and a business. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, like like you said, um, it was right around the 20, 2014, um, 2013 and twenty fourteen. Obviously, the Spurs went to the finals back to back. Okay. You know, two years in a row. And um, yeah, there was one day where I had to do news interviews. I think it was from you know news and radio and um, you know appearances and stuff like that from like seven in the morning till like up until game time because it was a game day. And were people and contacting to to you to do media for like, did they want your like almost expert analysis on the Spurs yeah. just to chat about the Spurs? Because yeah. they knew, I mean, you are a super fan and you are Spurs Jesus. So they would just, you would yeah. just be like the local how do you feel about How do you feel about the finals? What do you yeah. think is okay. going to be the outcome? Cool. You know, what do you think the, you know, what's the, what's the series going to be? Spurs okay. in how many games? Who do you think is going to score the most points? That's crazy. You know, okay. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and then e even, even um, you know, affiliates from Miami, like the reporters for Miami local news would in, come in and interview me and want to yeah. talk to me and stuff like that. Did you like doing that? Was that fun? Yeah. 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 I mean, so one of the ways that, you know, kind of about building the brand, one of the ways that I – a lot of stuff that I did was almost accidental, you know, um, and in hindsight, I've, I've learned a lot um, about um, building a brand now, kind of from, you know, like getting a street degree, basically, yeah. and doing it all. Because, you know, again, one of the things that I always wanted to do to grow the popularity of the character, and, and I, re I realized that the bigger that my following got on social media, the maybe the quicker, like I said, SportsCenter would find out about me. So when I would go to Spurs games and I would take pictures with fans, 
fans would ask me, hey, can I buy you a beer? Can I give you some money for a picture? You know what I mean? Right. Some some of them would. And I would say, you know, no, just tag me in your photo, you know? Smart. And so, um, you know, people tag you. Well, what do I tag you as? And I said, well, Spurs Jesus, you know? And so then I, I accidentally branded myself as Spurs Jesus. I didn't realize I was doing yeah. that. But I went from just being some guy at the game dressed as Jesus to being the Spurs Jesus, yeah. you know? And so then, then the name got picked up, and people started realizing, you know, that's Spurs Jesus, or people would see me and be like, oh, there he is, there's Spurs Jesus, not right. just, hey, look at that guy, like, dressed like Jesus over there, you know? Right. So that was kind of accidentally branded myself there, uh, and I'm glad I did, but so then, um, you know, going into, uh, you know, other other things, like going to the games and doing these, um, you know, interviews and, and um, you know, things like with the Miami affiliates and, and all these things, um, it it it, it kind of took on a life of its own, yeah. you know. Um, let's see what the next thing that I can kind of think that happened as far as building a, a business and building a brand was, um, you know, I guess going to the interviews and talking about, you know, what I would do to grow myself. One of the things that I would never do is I would never say no. Like, and what I mean by never say no is if someone called me and say, hey, we do my podcast, we do this interview, can you be on my radio station? Can you come and do this charity event? I would always say yes. The answer is pretty much always yes, unless it's like, you know, hey, can you come promote really weird, yeah. 399 steak and fries at right, the local, right, right. <laughs> local, you know what club, you know, a uh, gentleman's club or whatever. So um, there's certain things that, that I also would do is I also would try to be as, as, you know, what would Jesus do, you know, as nice as I can. I wouldn't go around, you know, cursing somebody out or so cussing you were really representing the yeah i mean brand, you know yeah. you know if if you know nobody knows if there is a higher power out there or if jesus is really out there you know yeah. you uh you wouldn't you wouldn't want to no. to disappoint the guy no. you know and yeah. so um yeah and so yeah so i would try to be as as you know a man of the people as i could and and um so by by not saying no again i almost accidentally opened my character my brand up to you know, new followers of yeah. all sorts of different different demographics. If I went and did a 5K run for the San Antonio AIDS Foundation, not all those people are Spurs fans. Mm -hmm. And so now I, a whole new group of people just found out about me and started following me and knowing who Spurs Jesus is. If I went and did a pet adoption event, you know, I'm meeting, you know, I'm meeting five-year-old kids. I'm meeting 85-year-old 80, you know, people, you know, so I'm meeting all sorts of different age groups, people who have nothing to do with the Spurs, don't care about the Spurs, but they're learning about Spurs Jesus. Same thing if I'm doing an interview with somebody in Miami, you know, yeah. now all these people in Miami are finding out about Spurs Jesus. And you're seeing it in real time with your, you know, Instagram and Facebook yeah. following, right? Just going yeah. up by the hundreds and things like that. Yeah. You know, crazy. I mean, and, and so it's crazy how much it's grown. Yesterday, we were just looking through old clips of, um, you know, newspaper articles that go back from, you know, 20... 2011, you know, and yeah. and and a, one of the things says like, you know, it was an interview, and I was talking about how it says that Spurs Jesus's Facebook following is pretty good. He's got like 2,700 followers or right. friends or whatever. Right. And like to go back and look at that yeah. now, I mean, I have like 25,000 followers know. now. You know, it's just crazy. You know, but but again, by doing all these things, it's a way that I've opened up my brand to new markets, new um, groups of people who would never have known about me otherwise, Definitely. you know, and now, I mean, yesterday, just yesterday, I was, uh, you know, going back and forth on social media and, you know, DMing back and forth with Austin Mahone, who's got 10 million followers, you know what wow, I mean? Yeah. Wow. And so, you know, he was talking about maybe coming down 
to watch the Spurs game on Monday oh, night with awesome, Tony man. Parker's jersey retirement. But I think he's got um, some sort of another famous engagement he's got to do. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, but I mean, it's just crazy again to think about, like you said, like we we're talking about opening up, you know, your your character and your brand to um, people who never would have known about yeah, it. Exposure. So again, like you were saying, doing all these things, doing all these interviews, doing all these charity events, doing all this stuff, going to all these games takes me away from being a personal trainer. Being a personal trainer, I didn't have a salary. I only got paid for the hours I worked. And yeah. so if I wasn't at work training somebody, I wasn't making money. And if that means I was out spending money and not making it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it started becoming pretty expensive to be, you know, Spurs Jesus, you know. And so I uh, I kind of hit a crossroads and, and realized, like, look, something's got to change. You know, doing charity work and doing all this stuff is great but like i gotta still gotta be able to pay my bills i mean yeah. i know i know my you know my my cps bill was like two months behind and like i was behind on my car payment like Shit. i didn't have insurance at the time oh, and, yeah. you know you know it was like that like where i was like dude i'm in a hole I have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah i gotta do something yeah. you know and so um that's kind of when i realized like look you know either i need to stop being spurs jesus or i need to turn this into a brand and then so that's kind of when I started getting invited, when I would get invited to do stuff. I mean, charity stuff, I would still do, you know. For free. Yeah. yeah. But if I got invited to be at a game-watching party or at an event or something, I, I, I kind of established a, a, an appearance fee. Okay. You know, and then I had some kind of one-off products. You know, like I brought you a candle today. You know, yeah. I had some one-off products, like some T-shirts and stuff. But that's kind of when I decided to look, let's take these products and make, you know, make make them regularly not yeah. just do one run of uh you know a batch of make shirts merch yeah. yeah we got merch you know so now i have uh you know like six different shirt designs and we have stickers and we have candles and we have pins and we have hats and we have what was the hand know, of the coach or hand of the, the hand of the coach yeah for all the awesome. game for all the game of Thrones uh yeah. fans yeah i'm a big game of Thrones uh, thrones fan Me so too. is my wife and and so um <laughs> yeah i was like you know what i was like we should take the hand of the king and we should put championship rings it's on, smart. yeah, yeah it's cool. and, it's and it'd be the hand of the coach. And yeah, so I made that thing, and that thing sold out like oh, in dude. days. I bet. Like, I mean, or like a couple days, it was gone. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, lots of lots of cool stuff like that. Like I made, we made this this one of the last ones we did was you know you know Old Town Road the yeah. song you know popular. I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. That. So it's Demar Derozan on a horse holding a, like a sack of basketballs, right? And it says, "Can't nobody tell me nothing." Like around it, so you you're know? capitalizing on other popular culture. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I mean, well, you cool. know, because it was so right now, I mean, I it's kind of one of those things where I f- I follow a ton of different. San Antonio designers and friends with a bunch of different San Antonio designers that, you know, make pins and make funny, cool, catchy things. And it's kind of like, you know, you see a, a, like a, like a cool sticker, you know, or something yeah. that that's got a little bit of, like you said, the pop culture, something that's like, dude, I got to have that, you know, like San Antonio Flavors, a, a company that makes a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and they, they sent me, um, you know, just yesterday, to congratulate me for me starting a podcast, they sent me um uh, it's like the new pin they made and a sticker, but it's like Selena Gomez hmm. holding up her jersey, you know, like cool. the famous picture like from pick, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, just kind of stuff like that. Like if I was, I'm like at the heart, I'm still a diehard San Antonio fan, diehard Spurs fan. So I kind of think of like, what would I want? And you know, yeah. I'm assuming if I would like it, a lot of my fellow Spurs family and Spurs fans would a smart dig it as well. It, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So you started doing that. You started charging appearance fees. And then was that around the time that you, you know, if you Google you right now, you're going to see a ton of videos and articles about 
the time that you chased down a, a burglar oh, yeah. out of your house and down yeah. the creek and everything and yeah. across yeah. the bridge and and that was picked up by I mean national media. Yeah, that and was so that, that was, was another crazy. thing. That was crazy. Um, yeah, I was living downtown in in the King William area, and uh, my house backed up to the Riverwalk. And um, yeah, one day I was home for a lunch break, and there was somebody trying to break into my second story window, and, and they had their fingertips under the window and were trying to shimmy up the, you know. Were you upstairs? Yeah, I was upstairs. Yeah, that's where our, that's where our master bedroom was at. And I was upstairs folding clothes on a, like a lunch break, you yeah. know, and uh, and yeah, I just happened to hear hear this rattling at the window, and I went back and I pulled back the blinds, and sure enough, there was a dude standing there in a black hat and a black backpack with a white shirt on, and yeah. and he freaked out seeing me home, you know, <laughs> yeah. he didn't think I was home, you know, and so uh, you know he jumped, he was standing on like a utility shed, he like jumped off the shed and okay. and like bolted, and so I raced downstairs out my back door and sure enough there he was and so like i said the backyard backed up to the riverwalk and um it was kind of it's in the area it, they call it the um oh my god i don't know i'm trying to think of what it's called right now i know um, what it's over there yeah. by like big techs right? yeah it's by by, by, yeah. by blue star area yeah. yeah and so it's really the mission over, reach yeah the mission reach yeah, yeah i was, was going to say museum reach but that's north um anyways mission reach yeah and so it's all uh overgrown and um, that's how they keep it. They keep it trying to kind of keep it looking natural. Cool. So the dude thinks he's going to disappear back there. So anyways, I'm, like I said, worked out a lot at the time. Yeah. I was in like top was like, peak, no way. I'm peak shape at the time. Yeah. So I jump over the fence and I chase the dude and he's carrying a bike that he clearly had stolen. It was, you know, bike. I couldn't even afford that bike. Yeah. So I shoulder check the dude, you know, I used to play football, ran, run up and shoulder check the guy. He like tumbles <laughs> down the side of the river because over there in that area, it's probably like a... You know, it's a slope, but it's probably like a fifteen foot slope it's, it's, down it's to steep. Yeah, yeah, down to the the actual right. San Antonio River, right? Right. So he like tumbles <laughs> down, and he like literally stops right at the edge of the water. You right. Know? Well, I'm pissed, and I'm like going after this guy because one of the part of the story that not a lot of people know um, is that this same guy was in my house, like three days prior. Oh, wow. And I didn't catch him. I was in a shower, you know, and yeah. And, but I know he was in my house, you know, you know? Um, so anyways, I'm like, this freaking guy came back. Right. And so I'm like, I'm not going to let you go. I got to get him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to get you, you know? And so, so I'm, I'm not stopping. And so I'm like, like squat jumping, like over the overgrown grass, like going down at this guy. And I'm just in socks and some shorts, like no shirt, no shoes, just socks and shorts. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm like jumping over this stuff, going after this guy. Well, he sees me coming over, like, and he's like, oh, it's like, God. Oh, shit. Now yeah, gotta, yeah. 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 And so he jumps in the river and like swims across <laughs> to the other side of the river. Right. And at the time, this is where the, they were just starting to build big techs, okay. but they were still doing the like excavation process where they were like, you know, d- you know, demoing it all and, and, kind of taking out the old warehouse and factory and stuff okay. that was there, you know? So they had a huge construction fence up over there for, like, miles. So, well, I mean, I say miles, probably not miles, but for a yeah. long way, yeah. you know? Um, so he gets up to that side of the river, but he's nowhere to go. He's just kind of, like, he's stuck over there, you know? I mean, he can go. He just can't get away. He's still on that side of the river. We can see each other, you know? Yeah. And when I went and jumped over my fence initially to chase him um my sock slipped off of the um the wooden railing right 
and there was like chicken wire on the fence, oh. you know, right? And it scraped me down my leg like really bad, right wow. across my thigh. Like wow. I, ha I still have a scar, like a big old scar. Oh, that's it's, so bad. it's probably like a foot long oh. on my thigh, right? And it was like bleeding. Yeah. Like it was, it was because I mean, I flipped over on it and it like raked mm. down my leg all the way down. Yeah. And, um, so this guy jumps in the river and swims across the other side. And I'm like, yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm not going to get in the river with, with this that. open yeah, wound. Yeah. Like, you know, the river has been sent, you know, much cleaned up, much cleaner now. But still. Since. But, yeah. you know, I'm sure you've everyone's heard the stories of you sure. don't want to swim in the river, you yeah. know. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. So you had the foresight. Yeah. 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 So I, I also had the foresight to take my cell phone with me. And so cool. I pull out my phone and I'm calling the cops. And I'm on the phone with them, and um, you know I'm walking back up towards my house because I, again I'm like he's stuck over there I know so he's either gonna have to come back towards me or go like way down to Blue Star mm -hmm. and I'm sure I could tell the cops to go to Blue Star yeah. and describe him you yeah. know so anyways I'm walking back up to my house and I see the bike laying there and I'm like I'm not gonna leave this dude's bike here you know hell no like screw that guy and so I grab the bike and I'm carrying it. And he yells at me across uh, the river. He goes, sir, sir, excuse me, sir. He's like, can I have my bike back? Wow. And I'm like, come and take it. I'm like <laughs> amped up, like veins popping out of my neck, right? Leg bleeding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm on the phone, and I'm telling them, I'm like explaining where I'm at. And they're like, okay, like, you know. So I'm looking at him, and and so when I said come and take it, the dude, he must have been crazy because he literally, it's right by Eagle Land Bridge, right there by Breckenridge High School. He walks across the bridge, and my house at the time was the like the last house right next to the bridge. Okay. So I'm standing out in, the, in my backyard, like leaning against the fence. I got his bike there. Dude walks across the bridge and walks literally up to me as close as I'm to you right now. And I'm on the phone. And at that moment, they're like, well, where is he now, sir? And they're talking about, you know, the burglar guy. At him. And I'm like, I'm looking at him. He's standing right here. <laughs> I was like, you know, get I was like, here. I was like, get here. I was like, I'll hold him down until you get here. Just yeah. get here. And as soon as he, like, and I say that, you know, he he realizes he freaks out and yeah. he turns around and he runs again. And I tell I tell him like the cops, I'm like, he's running. And I like <laughs> throw my phone back in my pocket and I chase him down, down the down the bridge, and I tackled him at the end of the bridge. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, UFC style like ground game, like right. like sat on top of him basically and until uh, until they showed up. Um when I was chasing him across the bridge, he actually took his backpack off and chucked it over the bridge, like into the river. Uh, you know, basically, what, what what had happened was he had been um, going and breaking into all sorts of houses in the King William area during the day when people weren't home. I just happened to be home that day. Yeah. yeah. So he had a bunch of stuff that he'd stolen. I guess, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when he threw it, it didn't make it over the fence into the river because that's where the bridge is at, and it right. hit one of the bars and fell. And so, you know, um, I'm sitting on top of this dude waiting for the cops to come. And one of his people that was, like, casing houses with him, like, he had a lookout. It was this girl, you know. And so she grabs the bag and comes up to us and, like, was, like, about to kick me in the face. And I looked at her with, like, this, like, yeah, you know, serious yeah. look in my face and was like, 
do not yeah. come over to me yeah. right now. It like, would be a you, mistake. Yeah, it would be a big mistake. You're not going to get your foot back. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so she's like, you know, like she tells him, I don't remember his name, um, but she tells him like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm and so like I snatched the bag, the backpack from her though, and was like, yeah, I'm, you're not going to get off with this backpack either, right? So, so finally the police come and they get him, and I give them the backpack and they give them the bike because they was a stolen bike, and then sure enough. Um, you know, I find out who his, you know, who he was, and he was in a little graffiti gang that, uh-huh. you know, gr- did graffiti all over Southtown. But at the same time, they stole bicycles. That was their thing; is they would go and steal bikes. And my bike's been stolen multiple I've, times. I've had now. my bike yeah. stolen since I've been here. So, yeah, they would go and they would steal bikes from downtown. They break into people's houses, and these dumbasses would post the pictures of the stolen bikes wow. on their social media. Yeah. So again, that was like a big, you know, the cops. Went through their social media page and found you know, it. Yeah, found a so, bunch of yeah. bikes that have been stolen and stuff. But um, yeah, after that though, unfortunately, well, one good thing was the cop. The, well, the, the news calls me up at the end of the day and they say, "Hey, you know, did you catch a burglar today?" I was like, "Yeah." They were like, "You know, are you so and so?" I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Are you also Spurs Jesus?" I right. was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Well, can we do an interview with you?" I was like, "Sure." They were like, "Will you be Spurs Jesus in the interview?" I was Which like, is so "Yeah." Crazy. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask because I got on. I looked at the you, you know the YouTube video yeah. like the news interview from a reporter and it's such as weird because you're talking about something very serious that happened yeah but you're dressed in head to toe like yeah. first jesus it's the weirdest thing yeah. i didn't know if they asked you to do that or how that yeah, yeah they did and it was funny and for me at the time um this is kind of when around the time like i said that i started feeling like i needed to grow yeah spurs jesus into a so brand it was right perfect. it was perfect yeah. because you know now now that it's been 10 years. I'm busy year-round doing Spurs Jesus stuff. It doesn't matter if it's off-season. It doesn't matter if it's summertime. Wow. A lot of people think that during, you know, once the NBA season stops, you know, kind of from depending on how far the Spurs make it into the playoffs, you know, April, June, or July until you know late September, October, that that's kind of a time that I don't do anything. Well, that's not true anymore. Okay. Back then, it was kind of an off-season for me as well, right? So this happened during the summer. This is like August. It's and hot. so I was like, this is a great time for me to do an interview with Spurs Jesus because it's good content to put yeah, out there. Yeah. I don't have anything. So when they asked me to do it, I was like, yeah, sure. But so the next morning I wake up and my phone's blowing up and like this got picked up like worldwide viral. That's like, wild. yeah, I got, you know, uh, the Chive yeah. picked it up. Uh, they posted it on their Twitter and their social media and on their website. Wow. Mashable posted it oh, on yeah. there. Oh, yeah, so places are getting millions of hits. Yeah, and, and the, at the time, both of those pages had, I think the Chive had 10 million followers on Instagram, and Mashable had, like, 11 million. That's wild. So, yeah, so I would I was getting messages from, like, all over the place. Your social media was just blowing, blowing up. up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, that, that was nuts. And still to this day, like, I, people, I think, still think that I – was dressed as first Jesus when I caught this guy. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're confused. <laughs> yeah, That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, which is great. It's 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 pretty funny. And and one of those sayings that um, you know, when I was voted best local celebrity in twenty sixteen, when they wrote the article about, you know, best local celebrity is yeah. first Jesus, they actually say that like he was, you know, became a staple that will forever be an icon in San Antonio when he caught this burglar, you know, it will always be kind of like local legend now, you know, kind of thing, which is, which is cool, man. Again, this is, it's one of those things when I talk about it, it it almost seems like surreal to me because, you know, again, I'm just a normal dude who just a guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting here with you right now. Yeah. 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 So it's cool to, you know, when people are like, dude, you're like a legend. It's like, you know, it's one of those things where, 
it's it's you know humbling and and kind of uh, like I said, this was only only supposed to be a one night thing, and now you know people say things like icon and legend, and it's well, you turned it into crazy. one of the most unique businesses I've ever heard of. You know, yeah, creating this like brand of an individual that's a character is something. I mean, we I haven't interviewed anybody like this on the podcast, so it's really really interesting. <laughs> well, cool, but what, glad I, mean, I could be your first. <laughs> just just curious, what what's a you know? So you've built you've built it. You like you said. It was just a Spurs season thing, and now it's kind yeah. of a year-round thing. What's like a day in the life like as Spurs Jesus? Maybe during the season and during the off season. Like, what do you? What do people hit hit you up for nowadays? Like, what are you up to? Oh man, you know all sorts of stuff during the season. It's it's pretty cool. I mean, you know, like today, you know, we we're we're I got a lot of social media duties I got to do. Okay. You know, I have a lot of I have a lot of partners, so um, you know, I, I got to constantly be thinking about. Um, social media content because you know one of the big things that makes me Spurs Jesus obviously is the Spurs. So mm-hmm. um, you know I, today's today for example is Thursday, so I got to do you know what what's a good throwback Thursday post? You know now now we do a lot of like really we think about social media a lot different than we used to. Right. You know it's kind of we we put a lot of effort into content that we're creating. Um, so that kind of takes up a lot of our morning coffee time thinking about you know what we're going to be doing with the with the social media and all that um checking off boxes with you know with certain sponsors and partners that we got to do you know we have to do things for um i have my own podcast now so we have to kind of be planning on you know who's going to be our guest this week and next week you know um my podcast is about um you know sports and the topics of the week so you know we're looking at football and we're looking at the cowboys and we're looking oh, that's at cool so it's not you know, just spurs stuff it's no i mean it's it's obviously things. spurs heavy texas heavy san antonio heavy you know uh, you know obviously t- tony parker's jersey retirement's coming up so you know we're thinking about heavy about what are we going to do talk about that you know yeah uh, definitely so um that's kind of the beginning then you know stuff like this doing interviews and podcasts and cool. and um news stuff would be a normal thing after that you know we've got a uh a young son. He's about to be 14 months old. So planning out who's going to watch him while we go to the game. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. after this, then we'll go. Um, Best Tickets is my ticket sponsor. So okay. if you need tickets to a Spurs game and you want to get tickets, you can Very get them cool. at besttickets.com with promo code SJ10 and save you yourself some money. Awesome. Um, but yeah, so we have to go and be at the game uh, or at their office, which is a really cool, cool thing. It's a cool part of my job because Best tickets, their office is right across from the AT&T Center, but it's like a speakeasy kind of. So the front is where you go, like the ticket window, you go and you can get the tickets. But as a customer, a lot of people don't know this, but if you're a customer, they kind of buzz you through the back door and they have a full... Well, they, not a full bar, but they have um, – it used to be a gas station. So the entire back wall what? is all, like, refrigeration. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, and so they have, like, 100-plus different beers in there. Seriously? And, yeah. And like, oh, so it's like perks of going through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. You can go hang out before the game. And so part of my deal is um, every game I have to be there. Uh, well, I get to be there. You get uh, to be there. Yeah, yeah, I get, cool. yeah, an hour before the game and hang out with the fans, and, and we talk Spurs and – you know, share a brew together, and and you know, a lot of times they'll have, you know, football, college football on, or whatever's whatever's playing. They have a bunch of TVs in there, and so we kind of hang out like a little sports bar in there, and 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 chill until game time. And once once the Spurs game starts, we head over to the game. So that's kind of a, a usual day of when it's a Spurs game for me, a game day. Yeah. You know, you can always catch me at Best Tickets if you want to come hang out. That's um, cool. Yeah, 
off season, man, or or when it's not Spurs season, uh, we would get in, in, invited to do all sorts of stuff. Um, you know, music festivals, um, concerts, um, a lot of restaurants. Of it's it's weird. It's weird where this my character has gone. Like it started, you never you never know what it's going to be like that day. Yeah, basically. yeah. No, I mean a lot of a lot of different things. You know, we get invited to do. It's funny, man, because what was Spurs Jesus has kind of evolved into this kind of San Antonio Jesus, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And so that anything that has to do with San Antonio, you know, I get invited to do. Like, we still get to do a lot of charity events. Um, but restaurants invite me to do, you know, come out and try our food. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, do social media stuff with your food. Do you ever um, interact with any of the, the Spurs players, stuff like that? Yeah, so, I mean, I used to I used to run into Patty and his uh, now wife all the time downtown. Um when Danny Green was here, um, him and I were friends, and, cool. and uh, I would get to hang out with him every once in a while. Um, I haven't really gotten to hang out with a lot of the other players, um, but I have a lot of kind of, I don't know, celebrity friends in town. Yeah, the, sure the, you, yeah. All the news people, all the radio people. That's cool. Um, I've gotten somehow, somehow outside of basketball, Spurs Jesus has turned into not only not just this charity thing that we talked about that a little bit already but music and food i get invited to do music videos or i get invited to do cameos or i get invited to be at concerts or i get invited to like i said be at a grand opening of this bar or this restaurant or you know you name it so that's cool kind of kind of a lot of that stuff and and um you know a good way to find out what's happening in san antonio is by you know following my social media page at, at spurs jesus and that's that's why you know we get invited I, literally on my way over here to do this interview today i got a call from um a, a little bar restaurant in Southtown that was asking me to make an appearance before the next spurs game so it's just happening all the time little things like that yeah yeah so so what's on the horizon for you obviously you're you've built this brand into this really cool thing that you never even really expected it to be do you have an ultimate goal for it or are you just kind of yeah. flying by the seat of your pants uh yeah what's i mean do you ever have any you said you would do when, when people would interview you and you would do almost like spurs analysis type stuff do you ever want to be on tv one day do be like a personality in, in that realm i mean what kind what are you looking to do yeah you know um to answer all those questions, yes to all of those. So yes, I have a goal. Um, I think that as far as the business goes, um, you know, we have had a few conversations with HEB. I would like to see, um, you know, cool. yeah, I'd like to see my products in HEB. Um, I'd like to see Spurs Jesus on some HEB commercials. Um, I think that as a diehard Spurs fan, um, it would be kind of a lifelong goal to have an official partnership with the Spurs. I'm not officially partnered with the Spurs sure. yet, um, but I feel like that after 10 years of doing this, that that might be on the horizon. So, um, you know, if I had to say five-year plan, I'd like to lock, knock those two things out, the partnership with the Spurs. But, you know, Spurs and HB kind of go hand in hand. So yeah. uh, maybe we can knock both of those out and uh, two birds, one stone, that. Um you know, I'd like to. Um, I started my own podcast because over the years of doing so many, um, so many interviews, so many. I mean, I've been on every radio station in town. I've been on, you know, 
the country station, the hip hop station, the you yeah. know the alternative to everyone. So, and every time I do a, a you know a radio show or something, at the end, you know, everyone's like, "That was great." You know, you should have your own show. Yeah. And so I'm like, "Sure, give me a show." And it's and it hasn't materialized yet. So I was like, "You know what? I've been waiting all this time. I'm just going to do my own show." Yeah. So that being said, I'd love to actually have a show on somewhere or be you know there's like all these morning shows like Brook and Jubal in the morning yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. You know, I'd like I'd like to be kind of a. Um, at some point, be on a show, that, but like where I'm always on the show, where it's Brooke and Jubal and Spurs Jesus or or whoever, you know what I mean? And that'd be awesome. Maybe where I just talk. I mean, I, I don't want to just talk about sports because I feel like, again, I'm, you have a I, you have a good personality too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you'd be good at talking about everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, pop culture, everything. You know, I, I appreciate that. Um, so that would be cool. You know, um, I'd like to, I'd like to I would love to do some sports analysis. I, I love. I love sports as a whole, you know, and I'm not just a Spurs fan. I'm a diehard NBA fan. I watch almost all the NBA games, so I know the players. I know what's happening. I know I used to play, so I know what I'm talking about. Um, So that would be cool. Um, You know, long-term goal, I think that I would like to eventually turn – start my own charity foundation and kind of uh, maybe turn the corner at some point where I'm doing less of going to the game as Spurs Jesus. Um, Right. I don't know if I'll ever stop going to the games, though. I mean, I'm, diehard. I'm a diehard that's, Spurs that's fan. That's never yeah. going to not yeah. be exhilarating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, yeah it's cool. Um, but kind of more so where I have my own uh, foundation. I, I do a lot of charity events, and I feel like it's hard to hard to make a huge impact in them. You know, in all these different things when when you're just doing a one off thing here and there and exactly. there. Whereas you know, if I'm doing a hundred charity events. A year, I can't really make a big impact in any one. Where if I'm focusing a whole year's worth of attention on one on thing, one thing yeah. you know, then we could make much bigger of a difference. So you're you able know? to hone in those goals a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Think so I'd like that. to do that. Um, you know, I think that those are a few things that are on the horizon. I've got I've got a, um, a beer garden in the works that I'd like Ooh. to. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, well, you got a location for that or ideas? It's, it's close to the AT&T Center. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go, man. So that and then what goes hand in hand with a beer garden? Beer. Yeah. I got a Spurs Jesus beer that I would like to um, get off the ground. We have it in concept phase and oh, man. have all the branding and marketing and labels and stuff for it. But I got people you could talk to about that. Well, let's talk. Yeah. 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 So that would be cool. that would be something that's something that's been in the works for a long time and I'm ready to I'm, I want to see that materialize. So wow. Uh, that would that would be kind of all a lot, the, a lot of things all in the, the works, things yeah, yeah yeah well that's cool man uh, countdown city is the podcast and you're what yeah. like four episodes in right now so it's we're, just kind of getting yeah. off the ground yeah yeah we're only in f- episode this the next one will be episode five and we're probably gonna be talking a lot about Tony Parker and lots of Tony Parker memories since it's about to be Tony Parker Day and week and all that so yeah man that's awesome and people yeah. can find that on Spotify they can find it where can they you, listen yeah to it? it's on Spotify it's on uh, Apple Podcasts I've heard a lot of, of that people are having a hard time finding it on Apple Podcasts. So if you go to the link in my bio on Instagram, which is at Spurs Jesus, link in the bio um, will take you uh, right to all the platforms of how you download it. But again, you can find it on Spotify. If you have Spotify, it's uh, Countdown City, and you'll see it's a little animated picture of me in the San Antonio skyline. So, um, And if people want to contact you for any sort of business-related 
situation or yeah. a charity? How can they contact you? They can contact me. Um, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram. Again, that's at Spurs Jesus, or you can email me, which is sj at spursjesus.com. You can also go to my website, spursjesus.com. There's some merchandise there. Um, we'll be adding more merchandise and kind of more information about what I do and how I do it, but you can also send um, a request there to make an appearance and stuff like that. I do all sorts of stuff. I do weddings. I'm, I'm, I'm actually Reverend Spurs Jesus. I've done a, a oh, wedding. That's cool. Yeah, so, okay. so yeah, that's dope. you name it, man. Hit me up and, I, and I'll do it. Spurs Jesus, man. Thanks for coming down to Geekdom, being on the pod. People are going to love this one. Thanks a lot, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Building Something Out of Nothing. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, you can email me at ed, that's ed6238, at gmail.com. As always, you can visit either one of our locations seven days a week. Our roastery and first location is over at Warehouse 5 at 1333 Buena Vista Street. If you'd like to serve Shotgun House coffee roasters in your restaurant, cafe, or office, shoot us a quick email at orders at shotgunhouseroasters.com or contact me anytime at 254-913-9031. Our intro music is provided by the Delicate Boys from Austin, Texas. You can find this song and their entire album on Spotify. Thanks.